Alright, so we started this Christmas series last week, and uh, this series we're calling Christmas and Fast Forward, uh, because uh, I don't know if you guys, but time, if you're anything like me, you know, you're good, uh, but time just seems to fly by, seems to go super fast, and um, December is one of those times that seems to go especially fast. You go from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing to thing, and, and so... Um, Really, the big question this month uh, is how do we best live our lives when life seems to go so fast? How do we best live our lives? How would God have us live our lives when life seems to go so fast? And last week we talked about uh, how God intentionally changed the routine of how he experienced time uh, to be with us. And so I want to encourage you guys, uh, it's, it's a cool thing when you start to think about how God experienced time and how he intentionally changed that when he came to be a baby. So if you're interested in hearing more about that, if you didn't hear last week, you weren't here, uh, go check that out on Facebook, uh, YouTube, and um, yeah, check that out. But hey, uh, so have you ever had one of those moments, speaking of time going fast and time slowing down, have you ever had one of those moments where time seemed to move in slow motion, and you'd be at school. All right, school. Yes, yes, yes. So what I'm talking about is one of those moments where, like, you see something happening, you know something is about to happen, and it's like everything just stops and moves in slow motion. Let me give you an example. So before we lived in Brazil, we lived in Bloomington, Indiana when Brinkley and Clark were just babies. And when Brinkley was a baby, he was just learning to crawl, and he was scooting all over the house. And so what we did is we took a baby gate, and we put it in the hallway so that he would stay in the living room with us. And so you've got the living room, and we've kind of got the kitchen off here, here to our left, and then we can go down the hallway to a few rooms and so we just put the baby gate up, Brinkley could stay in the living room with us, and we could make sure that he was safe and all that good stuff. And so, if we ever needed to go grab something from one of our bedrooms, then we would just kind of, you know, step over the baby gate and go grab what we needed and come back and step back over the baby gate. Well, I tend to be a little bit of a clumsy person at times. And so, this one time, Brinkley was hanging out with Kirsten on the couch. They were... Uh, Kirsten was holding him, you know, they were playing together, and I had to go grab something from our bedroom. And so I went to go step over the baby gate, and my foot caught the top of the baby gate. Now, I don't know if you've ever had this experience where you're stepping over something and your foot catches, and then you have to do like a double take, and you have to like try to get your foot down before you fall flat on your face. This is the moment I was in at this point. And so I, I reach over, and my foot catches on top of the baby gate, and I do the double take motion where I'm trying to get my foot down, but there was a problem. The problem was that we had a big yoga ball that was an exercise ball that we basically just played around with, and it was sitting right in the hallway. So that left about this much space for me to successfully step on the ground. And this is when everything started moving in slow motion. Because as I stepped over the gate, and I went to do my double take where my foot would hit the ground, I saw that my foot was going right for the yoga ball. 
And so I tried to move my foot over to the side, and I watched as my foot catches the edge of the yoga ball. And then suddenly, in slow motion, the room starts spinning as my body turns sideways onto the yoga ball. My body bounces off the yoga ball, off the hallway wall, back onto the yoga ball. The yoga ball flies through the baby gate, ripping the baby gate off the wall, and I land on my back in the middle of our living room floor. And Kirsten and well, Brandon was too young, but he was laughing because Kirsten was laughing. It was hilarious. Like, if I could have this thing on slow in, on videotape, I would totally have it on videotape and watch it over and over. But I will never forget that moment because in that moment, everything started to move in slow motion. Have you ever had one of those times where everything moves in slow motion? Maybe you tread and, you fall, and you're about to face plant and you've got to catch yourself. Maybe you've had one of those moments like me where you've got your phone and it drops and you're watching as it falls into water and you're like, no, and you just can't move fast enough to catch your phone before it is gone forever. It's interesting when we have those times where stuff moves in slow motion. And the interesting thing about life moving in slow motion is that when we experience those moments, we often experience them at unexpected times. We often experience slow motion at unexpected times. And as we think about the fastness of life, I wonder if there is a way that we can intentionally move slower and be more present in the moment. In Luke chapter 2, the Christmas story is told. The, the one that we hear every single year, the one that is read at every single Christmas and Christmas Eve service, the one that millions of people watch every single time they watch the Charlie Brown Christmas TV special, Luke chapter 2, that we won't read the whole thing tonight because it's really long, but the angels show up and they tell the shepherds, hey, Jesus is born. He's born in Bethlehem. He's here. He's the savior of the world. He's come to save mankind. And we are telling you first. And the shepherds do this incredible thing. I love how they respond in Luke chapter 2, verses 15 and 16. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who is lying in a manger. Did you see what they did? Yes, they hurried off to Jesus. And they went and they found him. And, and granted, there is that word, hurry. But in that moment, uh, I wonder... If we say, when I read that, I wonder how often I read that and I say they went to see Jesus and then the very next verse says they went off and told people. And in reading those verses, I wonder how much of a slower pace was actually a part of that process. When they show up and they find Jesus, I wonder how long they sat there. 
imagine it wasn't just like, oh, cool, there's Jesus. Awesome. Congratulations, Mary. We're going to go tell a whole bunch of people. I, I wonder how long they sat there in silence just looking at Jesus. I wonder how many questions they asked. What it was like for, for Mary uh, being pregnant and being told, and for Joseph being told, and I wonder the conversations that happened around that moment. We don't have any account of the, the time that the shepherds spent with Mary and Joseph and Jesus. But I wonder how long they just sat and marveled at the fact that they were looking at the Savior of the world. Here's what's really cool about this. Is they gave themselves permission to slow down and be present in the moment. They gave themselves permission to slow down and be present in the moment. Life moves really, really fast. We all have a ton of things that we need to get done. We have a ton of tasks that we're trying to accomplish on a regular basis, and, and our minds are continually flooded with everything that we have to do. And granted, at that time, the shepherds didn't have smartphones and they didn't have the technology that we have today, but they still had tasks that needed to be done. And in that moment, the shepherds took a break. In that moment, the shepherds they, they said, all right, we've got some tasks that need to happen. We've got sheep that need to be tended. They need to be fed. They need to be watered. They need to make sure that they are uh, taken care of. And in that moment, they went and they saw Jesus. And they just sat with Jesus. They were just there and they were present. And they gave themselves permission to slow down. Now, hear me clearly. Being productive is really, really important. And making sure that we are accomplishing our tasks is really, really important. But it seems like we have this pressure on our lives that we have to be continually productive. Does anybody else feel that? You have to be continually productive. Like, if I am standing in a line, what do I do? I'm like, all right, I should be doing something productive. I'm going to get out my phone and check my email. If, if I've got like five, ten minutes at home before I need to go somewhere and do something or be ready to, to get ready to go and do something, you know what I start doing? I start thinking, okay, what projects do I have going on here at the house? And what can I do to further accomplish those projects in the next five to ten minutes? And, and I have this mindset is that, if I, there is any time at all that in my life I'm not accomplishing a task, then I need to make sure that I am filling that moment with, uh, with being productive and making sure that I am accomplishing something that is either meeting a goal or working toward making sure that I am accomplishing my goals. And I wonder how much I miss because I don't give myself permission to slow down. I wonder how often I miss moments of uh, moments of just depth of life, relationships, and joy and laughter, and moments where the stress can be lifted because I give myself permission to slow down and be present in that moment. Now, hear me clearly. 
Accomplishing tasks is an important part of life. But we have to find that balance of accomplishing tasks and making sure that we are slowing down and being present in the moment. As I've thought about this in the last couple weeks, um, I've worked really, really hard to try to slow down. Um, and I've, I've really tried to, to work on finding a balance of, all right, make sure that you are accomplishing something, but also make sure that you're resting. Make sure that you're taking breaks. Make sure that you are experiencing moments in those moments. And not just thinking what's next, but thinking what am I experiencing right now? What, am I, what, what has God placed in my life to experience right now in this moment? And uh, one, of the, one of the experiences I had uh, just this week is that uh, I was standing in my living room, and it was one of those times where like, I had just finished something, and I was thinking, all right, what's the next thing that I'm going to do? And I'm looking at my living room, and there is our son Tate, who is uh, 10 years old, and he is sitting on the couch next to our daughter Luna, who is seven years old. And Tate is reading a book to Luna, and they're sitting side by side, and they're just so absolutely adorable, and they're kind of giggling at this book together. And in that moment, it was one of those times where I gave myself permission to actually slow down and just be present in the moment, and I just stood there watching them. And it was this incredible, beautiful, amazing time that God gave me where he said, look at this life that I've given you. And it was like one of those times where God says, don't be so caught up in accomplishing the next thing that you miss what I've got for you right now. And so the question is, how do we do that? How do we do that intentionally and not just accidentally? How do we make sure that we are having a good balance of accomplishing tasks and slowing down and making sure we are being present in the moments that God has given us right now? And so uh, there's, there's two things that I think will really, really help us in this. And they're things that are pretty obvious, but we don't really think about them. We just kind of do them. And I think that if we were aware and were more conscious of what is happening, uh, that we would get better at this. The first one is this. The first one is evaluate your moments. We have to evaluate our moments. Now, we do this all the time, right? You finish a task and you immediately move on to the next task. Or uh, you get a Facebook notification or a social media notification or a Snapchat notification, whatever it is, and in that moment you're like, boom, I'm going to pull out my phone. We do this all the time. We just evaluate our moments immediately. Our phone vibrates. That moment is evaluated, and we pull out our phone, and we start scrolling. Or uh, we finish one task, and we're like, all right, got to go to this next thing. And we immediately evaluate that moment and we move on to the next thing. It's a moment of evaluation and often these happen in split seconds. 
And we either choose to slow down and be present in the moment, or we choose to speed up and accomplish the next thing. And again, both are important. There should be times that we slow down, and there should be times that we speed up and accomplish the next thing. Both things are important. And so this is why evaluation is so vital. Because often our split-second evaluations that we don't think about lead us down the trail that we don't want to go. Let me give you an example. Let's take uh, me standing in the living room this week. My split-second evaluation, had I not been consciously aware because I've been thinking about this, would have been, CJ, go work on that next project. And I would have, boom, walked across the room and sat down and started working on the next thing that I needed to get done to accomplish the next goal that I'm trying to accomplish. But in that moment, I have had a, had a moment where I could stop and intentionally evaluate what was going on and can take a moment to slow down. And some of us, we go, 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 and we need to intentionally evaluate moments to slow down in life. Sometimes, though, our split-second evaluations take us from tasks that we should accomplish, and they take us down rabbit trails where we slow down, but it's not an intentional slowdown, it's a distracting slowdown. For example, we have homework to do. I have a lesson that I need to write every single week. And I'm sitting there, and I'm writing my lesson, and I'm like, oh, I should post on Facebook. And so I post on Facebook. Worship on Coil is this week. And because now I'm on social media, I could start scrolling. And isn't that what we do? We have homework to do, and so we start doing our homework, and we get a notification, and that notification takes us down a rabbit trail, and before you know it, we are off down a rabbit trail, and we're not accomplishing the task. And so this evaluation is really, really vital because when we don't slow down intentionally, we slow down unintentionally, which leads to more pressure to accomplish tasks which doesn't allow us to slow down intentionally. Does that make sense? When we don't slow down intentionally, we tend to slow down unintentionally and take ourselves down rabbit trails and take us off task. And when we can stay focused and when we can evaluate our moments and stay on task when we need to stay on task, it gives us the opportunity to slow down and be present when we want to slow down intentionally. And so often, we evaluate these moments without even thinking about it. It's just a thing we do. We just evaluate. Boom, we're going to the next thing. Boom, we're off and, uh, you know, texting a friend. And, and it's just boom, boom, boom. And so what I want to encourage you guys to do is to begin thinking, all right, how can I evaluate moment by moment by moment by moment and make decisions? The shepherds, when they were told by the angels that Jesus is here, they had a moment where they had to do some evaluations. What are they going to do? Are they going to go see Jesus, or are they going to stay and accomplish a task of tending sheep? And in that moment, they decided, we're going to intentionally slow down and we're going to go see Jesus. The sheep can wait, and we have no account of what happened to any of the sheep that they were taking care of. 
They could have gotten completely fired as shepherds because all the sheep died because they went to go see Jesus. We have absolutely no clue. But we know that in that moment, they made an, an intentional evaluation to go see Jesus. And so we evaluate, and once we evaluate our moments, and this seems obvious, we make an intentional decision. Once we evaluate our moments, we make an intentional decision. And, and here's the really cool thing, is that some of us have experienced those moments where life slows down, and we experience this unintentionally. You step over a gate, you fall over a yoga ball, your body is twisting in ways it should never ever twist, and you're landing flat on your back, and it all happens in slow motion. And that happens unintentionally. But when we evaluate and then we make an intentional decision, we can really slow down our moments on purpose. And I've never intentionally tried that until really this year as I've been thinking about this with you guys. And I've been really working on this, like intentionally accomplishing tasks and intentionally slowing down. And it's been absolutely incredible. I've experienced these, these moments where I, uh, I just am intentionally present. And in these moments, you start to notice things. What do you hear? What do you see? What emotions do you see in other people? What are, what are some things that you are experiencing inside yourself? What are some emotions that you're experiencing inside yourself? Now, all these things are things that the shepherds, I think, we don't have an account of it in Scripture, but I think these are things the shepherds felt that very first Christmas. As they sat and they marveled at Jesus, I imagine they just sat there and they just were like, wow. Like, I've got to remember everything about this moment. I've got to remember the sounds of this baby lying in a manger surrounded by animals and Mary and Joseph. I've got to, I've got to remember uh, the smell of, of the fresh hay that he is laying in. And I've, I've got to remember what it felt like to, to kneel down and, and the dust that landed on my skin and, and the, the softness of the ground. And I've got to remember... Uh, the emotions that were in Mary and Joseph as they looked at this baby that was born to save the world and the emotions that were welling up in us as we are the ones that came to see him first. And they just, they began to experience with all of their senses this moment. And when we can accomplish tasks when we're supposed to accomplish tasks, and instead of slowing down unintentionally, we intentionally slow down, we can begin to ask ourselves those same questions. What am I feeling? What am I hearing? What am I experiencing? What are people around me experiencing? And we can begin to experience moments in ways that maybe we have never experienced moments before. On this deeper level that God intended us to experience moments. And the cool thing about that is this. That being present in the moment suddenly 
isn't just being present when we slow down. It becomes this thing where we are present when we slow down. And then it allows us to be present when we are accomplishing tasks. It's this, it's this crazy circular motion that happens. When we are intentionally present and slowing down, we become intentionally present when we accomplish tasks. When we are unintentionally slowing down, we become unintentional when we are accomplishing tasks. And less present in both areas. And this Christmas, things are going to move fast. It's already the middle of December almost. It's going to go quick. There are tons of things that are going to happen. We are going to be at celebrations and parties, and we're going to open gifts, and it's going to be an incredible December. My encouragement to you this December is that you would take moments, and you would intentionally slow down and experience those moments. And you would allow that experience to help you be intentional and Accomplishing your goals and your tasks that you want to accomplish. There's this beautiful balance that happens. And there's this fullness to life that God wants us to experience. John 10.10 10 is one of my favorite verses. And um, I'll, I'll end with this. Uh, Jesus said this uh, much later in life. He said, I have come that... You may have life and have abundantly. Or you may have life and have it to the fullest. That's what Jesus wants us to experience. He wants us to experience life in all the ways that we were created to experience it. Where we have this fullness of life and, and we have these moments where we are just present and in awe of everything that God has and I think one of the ways that we can experience the fullness of life is to be intentionally present, intentionally slow down, and intentionally accomplish tasks so that we are present in every moment that God has given us in this life. And so my practical challenge to you this week is simply this. Here's what, here's what I would like you to, to try this week. This week, I would like you to try to take a moment or two and intentionally be present and ask yourself some questions. And the easiest way to, to ask yourself some questions is to go through your five senses. And you, you take a moment and you, whether you are accomplishing a task or whether you are intentionally slowing down, take a moment and begin to go through your senses. Alright, what am I seeing? What, what are the the colors, what are the people, what are the people's expressions on their faces, what are they doing, what are the things that I'm seeing, what, what's the weather outside, what's God's creation look like, what am I seeing, what am I hearing, what, what am I hearing from the people around me, what am I hearing from nature, what, what are the things that, that are invading uh, my sense of hearing right now, what am I feeling what does it feel like to be present in this moment? What, what am I smelling? Christmas, there's a lot of incredible smells that can 
incite uh, emotions inside of us. What am I tasting? Maybe you're eating a meal, and like, if you're like me, like when I eat, I'm like, oh, this is awesome, <laughs> right? And, and what if, what if for a moment I just slowed down? It's like, all right, what am I really tasting here in this moment? <laughs> That's one of the easiest ways. And then you can move on to your emotions. What am I feeling? What are the people around me feeling? What is it like to experience this moment? So I want to encourage you guys this week, if you're willing to take this practical challenge, take just a moment or two and begin to slow down and be intentionally slowed down and present in those moments. Begin to ask yourselves, what am I seeing? What am I hearing? What am I feeling? What am I tasting? What am I smelling? What has God given me in this moment to experience? And see how that translates to how you accomplish tasks. Because I guarantee it will translate. I have experienced it this month. I guarantee it will translate. God has given you this life. He has intentionally created you to be alive right now. Where you're at, the age you're at, in the friendship circles you're in. To have an incredible experience. And to move people closer to him. So I want to encourage you guys. As Christmas just flies by, take a moment and experience all God has you to experience. Let me pray for you guys. God, thank you for tonight.